News, politics, and special guests with a Texas twist. That's the goal of the Luke Messias Show. Our nation and state are at a crossroads, and if you're not informed, you're not equipped to make the change our community needs. Join the conversation and join the cause for liberty today. Welcome to episode 139 of the Luke Messias Show. Guys, today we're going to talk about vaccine mandates. We're going to talk about election audits a little bit um, because that kind of plays into our story on vaccine mandates. We're also going to talk about the fact that we have a new secretary of state and what that means and why it's just now happening. Um, Okay, well, today... We're going to start by addressing the fact that if you lived in Florida right now, you would be rejoicing. You would be rejoicing because your governor, Ron DeSantis, just called a special session and he called the legislature back to pass a very important bill, which is a a piece of legislation to say that companies may not fire someone because they have not been vaccinated. And this is something that big business, big tech, large corporations and the federal government and other local governments and state governments have been colluding together to accomplish, which is they want the entire population to receive the COVID vaccine. Everybody needs to receive the COVID vaccine. There is no option. It is not your choice. And so as these different entities have been colluding and using the power of the state and the power of the purse to force everyone to take this vaccine, you are starting to see some states wake up. Montana, I think, is the only state in the union right now that has passed legislation to say that you may not fire somebody who, uh, due to their vaccine status. And now Florida is taking the lead, which does not surprise me as you would probably know at this point. And it probably doesn't surprise most of Texans because we're kind of used to following Florida at this point um, with the fact that they are leading and saying that we are going to pass a bill to ban vaccine mandates. So some of you out there, if you're a Texan, you might be saying, well, wait a second. I thought Governor Abbott also said he was going to ban vaccine mandates. And that's the important thing that we're going to cover today. So let's kind of walk through a timeline real quick. Basically, what happened was we were at the tail end of our third special session. We've had three special sessions, and on none of them has Governor Abbott put a bill to ban vaccine mandates. Now, people have been getting fired for not being vaccinated since this summer, okay? There's been stories of nurses. There's been stories of other employees who have been told, if you do not get vaccinated, you'll be fired, and they were fired. It's been happening for months. People have been trying to protect these employees for months. Governor Abbott will not support the legislation. But he came out a week before the end of the third special session and said, I'm going to do two things because he's getting a lot of political pressure from a lot of his primary opponents, Don Huffines, Alan West, Chad Prather. So he says, okay, fine, I'm going to do something. I'm going to pass an executive order that says these people cannot fire their employees for uh, not being vaccinated. Now, this was also in response to the middle of the whole Southwest blowup. So Southwest Airlines has all their pilots on strike. They're a Texas company. That's getting national news. So Abbott's like, crud, I have to take a position on this. Fine. I'm going to oppose these vaccine mandates, these companies. And this was a complete reversal of his previous position. He had literally in the summer in August said, no, I do not believe the government can tell these businesses what to do. Okay, which was a little ironic because this is literally the governor who shut down bars. He shut down. I mean, closed our churches for Easter. He shut down 
massage therapists and barber shops and salons and said, you may not do business. So the same governor who like literally thinks he can snap a finger and shut down a bunch of businesses just because he wants to by executive order says the government can't tell businesses what to do. So the one time that people say, hey, we actually think you should step in and tell these companies to not fire all their employees and not threaten them, their entire employment due to their vaccine status, he says, no, now all of a sudden I got this idea that the government shouldn't tell businesses what to do. Well, everyone knew that he wasn't that serious about that statement. And a couple months later, he reverses it under a ton of pressure, uh, political pressure from various different forces and says, "Okay, fine, I'm going to pass an executive order starting to ban private vaccine mandates. And I'm going to task the legislature with passing a bill to ban vaccine mandates. But here's the problem. His special session was a week away from ending. And we've covered on this program, in fact, just, you know, last Last week, the week before, we talked about Stephanie Click and basically what her role was in killing a ban on genital mutilation surgery. That was episode 137. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. She's the Republican state rep from North Richland Hills. So when it comes to the process, what we know is it's very easy to kill a bill in a week. And he tells the legislature, pass a bill to stop these people from getting fired. And you have a week to do it. Now, everybody knows they don't actually have an ability to pass this bill in a week. But um, but he gets the headlines. Fox News and a bunch of people carry the headlines. They say, Governor Abbott stopping private vaccine mandates. Here's the interesting thing. People are still getting fired in Texas, and they're still getting fired in Florida, and they're still getting fired in a bunch of other Republican states because we need actual legal in Texas code protections to accomplish what we need to accomplish. Brian Harrison has a bill I know that has been uh, applauded by the Texas GOP, and that is something worth heavily considering. If you haven't uh, followed Brian Harrison, he's the new Republican state representative from Waxahachie, has some great, um, just just has some uh, a great piece of legislation that I think takes a unique approach to this. So there's a lot of different people who have been trying to address this issue. But the governor puts it on the call, gives it a week, it doesn't pass, no surprise, and his executive order is being ignored, but nobody's doing anything about it because the whole point is if you're a headline-driven policymaker, then you're just, as long as you get the headlines, you're happy. That's the dopamine hit you were looking for as a politician. It doesn't matter the fact that people are still getting fired this week and next week and next week and next week in Texas because of their vaccine status because it's not about fixing the problem. It's about getting reelected for so many of these people. And that's one of the things that we talk about on this show so much because we want to kind of pull the curtain back so that you see why and how some of this is happening. Here's the kind of new development. So just yesterday, Steve Toth, he is a Republican state representative from the Woodlands. And he was asked on Facebook by somebody in his district, um, why is it that the ban on vaccine mandates has failed to pass in the House this session when Republicans have control. And they put Republicans in air quotes, which makes sense because that's the whole, that's the kind of the question we ask on this show a lot. It's like, hey, Republicans control this process and yet all of their voters are getting fired every single day, for, mostly by a bunch of woke leftist corporations. And yet nobody seems to be defending these individuals. Nobody seems to be defending these employees. So, we control this state, and if we do control this state, why aren't we acting like we control this state? So uh, Ms. Stuckey or Mrs. Stuckey asks a very good question at this point. So Steve Toth replies. He says, uh, Nanette, it was placed on the call at the last minute, and it has no support from the governor. 
if the governor was sincere, we would have placed it, he would have placed it on the call day one. And if it didn't pass, he would call us right back immediately. I've authored four bills banning these tyrannical mandates. Very good statement by Representative Toth. Um, So here's a couple thoughts I have in general. So Representative Toth has now come out and said, look, we all know in the legislature, those of us who actually want to ban vaccine mandates, we know the governor does not support us. He's not with us on the issue, pure and simple. This is where he's at. And at the end of the day, if he wanted it, we could get it, which is true. If the governor wanted it, he could call a special session back. He could put it on the special session call. And in 30 days, all of you in Texas would know that you are protected from being fired due to your vaccine status. So now we get to the point that I think, uh, one of the things I think that kind of comes out in this, and this is when we're going to briefly talk about election audits, is that I actually think that this is probably something that's been brewing with Representative Toth because I don't think this is the first time that Abbott's team or Abbott himself have has misled him when it comes to the governor's intention. And, and Steve has a little bit more of a front row seat as to the duplicity of our governor. Um, I'm going to play for y'all a, a quick snippet of a guy um, named Seth Keschel. He was speaking at an election integrity, you know, gathering. And the, the I just remembered this when I saw this statement from Steve Toe. So we're going to play this. It's just a little 13-second clip. I don't know, 15-second clip. So, so watch this here. So I've just received word from Representative Steve Toth, who is the author of the Texas Audits Bill, that our bill will soon have the full endorsement of Governor Greg Abbott. Yeah. So that clip was on August 11th, okay? And you have to understand, uh, President Trump has come out and asked for uh, Texas to pass an entire election audit. Um, We've covered this on our program in depth. In fact, I'm going to find the – I'm going to find the whole episode where we talk about um, the election audit. There's a bunch that we've we've covered at this time. But but you have a situation where in August – August, Steve Toth is pushing a bill to audit the elections. President Trump has literally multiple times asked uh, Governor Abbott to support a bill that would do a full forensic audit of the Texas elections. Lieutenant Governor Patrick has supported a bill to fully audit the Texas elections. The Texas Senate has addressed the issue. The Texas House won't bring it up if Governor Abbott doesn't put it on the special session. And he won't put it on the special session because he doesn't want to audit the elections. And then he went on Fox News Sunday and Chris Wallace said, why did your secretary of state announce an audit of the Texas elections? And he said, well, that has nothing to do with the president. We've been doing that for months. That's what he said. The next day, A bunch of the Democrat counties come out because there's four of them and three of them are Democrat and they're being told they're being audited, right? So these four counties are like, we don't know we're getting audited. We haven't been audited. The governor's telling the national media he's auditing us. They've never asked for anything. So there's no audit happening. The secretary of state doesn't even exist at this moment in time. The fake secretary of state office puts out a statement that says, here's all the things we're doing to audit the elections. And it's just a list of a bunch of things the secretary of state does every single year. So in, on August 11th, Steve Toth is sitting there and he's being told basically by somebody close to the governor, either the governor's staff directly or maybe a couple of the state representatives that talk to the governor all the time. Hey, 
Abbott has told us, or maybe Greg Abbott himself told Steve Toth, I'll be supporting your bill. We are going to fully audit the Texas elections. So Steve Toth is telling other people around the country that care about this issue, hey guys, we are going to audit the Texas elections. August 11th, the governor's going to come out. Steve Toth is telling people, never happens. We're more than two months past that statement. The governor has not only not supported Steve Toth's bill, he's actually opposed it. He's refused to support it. He's withheld support from it. He's even tried to put out information that looks like he's auditing it so that the the legislation that Steve Toth is working on is not necessary. So I think the Representative Toth coming out and calling out the governor on now the vaccine mandate situation is it, it's not the first time that Steve has witnessed the governor trying to say one thing and do another, right? And so I'm it's just something that Texans should be grateful for that we have some legislators who are willing to say these things um, and that are willing to kind of give us a window into how the sausage is made and willing to actually admit that if the governor wanted to ban vaccine mandates, he could. It's not hard. It's very easy. As we talk about election integrity, as we talk about the Secretary of State and the governor and all that, you should know that Governor Abbott has recently appointed a new Secretary of State, John Scott. And he is a former Deputy Attorney General. Um, Abbott tends to do this. He tends to appoint people who have been really close um, to him. He's a very, he wants people around him that are very loyal to him. And so he has found somebody who he thinks is very loyal to him and he's appointed him. Now, the real question you have to ask yourself is why did it take months to appoint a secretary of state? Because remember, Ruth Hughes was the secretary of state and her and Abbott worked hand in hand during the last election. They provided all these Democrat counties waivers. They let, a dem- they let Democrat counties conduct elections in a way that violated state law. They s- literally wrote, I mean, Governor Abbott wrote in more days for early voting, just wrote in against what state code says. More People can vote early for longer periods of time because covid Right? How many times have we heard that the law doesn't matter because COVID? I don't know where people got off on this idea that because COVID exists, all of a sudden the rule of law doesn't exist. But in Texas, that happened during the elections, and Ruth Hughes oversaw that. She's loyal to the governor. She implemented those things for him. And because she did that, the Texas Senate refused to confirm her. They refused to even give her a hearing. And if she doesn't get confirmed by the Texas Senate, she's no longer the Secretary of State. This is the second Secretary of State that the Republican Texas Senate has refused to pass. The Republican-led Texas Senate. So then, if you were the governor, you could have immediately appointed someone new. But he didn't do it. Why? Well, the reason is because we had three special sessions. And if he appointed a Secretary of State immediately in, say, June. Then in August and September, when the special sessions were going on, the nominations committee could have also had nominating hearings on the secretary of state, on the governor's choice for secretary of state, which means they'd be able to ask the secretary of state, do you support an audit of the entire election? Yes or no? Do you think waivers should be given to Democrat counties when COVID exists? 
Do you think that the Secretary of State should act independently of the office of the governor? Are they? And these are questions that Abbott doesn't want the Secretary of State asked. So he had to wait till all of the special sessions were done to then appoint the Secretary of State. So a couple weeks ago when the Secretary of State office came out and said we're auditing the elections to try to cover for Governor Abbott's opposition of Steve Toth's bill, there's not even a Secretary of State to issue this statement. It's just the office of the Secretary of State. Some guy who's the deputy acting as the Secretary of State until the governor appoints someone. Well, he now has appointed someone. Um, this person is not incredibly relevant ultimately until one the nomination hearings next session, or if there's another special session, or when we're into the actual November elections, if anybody's trying to bend the rules again. And the next election, regardless of the results of the primary or the general, Governor Abbott will still be the governor through next year. So at the end of the day, he and his Secretary of State can still violate Texas election law again if he wants to. But he has appointed a new Secretary of State now, and that is something worth at least acknowledging that it's happening. By the way, a lot of you are, uh, well, not a lot of you, very few Texans are actually going to vote in the constitutional amendment elections that are going on right now, but they are going on and they are important and it is something to remember. Um, at the end of the day, there are all sorts of opinions on these different constitutional amendments. I'm not going to talk about um, a bunch of them, but I am going to talk about um, Proposition 3, I believe it is. And this is the one that basically says a church can never be shut down. This is a constitutional protection that Republicans in the legislature put in place um, because Governor Abbott shut down churches last year. And our governor in the middle of COVID shut down churches for Easter. Uh, and it's incredible just to take a second to think about living in a state where the governor thinks that if there's a pandemic going on, I'm going to tell churches they cannot gather. It's kind of sobering just to realize that we talk about freedom of religion and we talk about the right to worship. We talk about um, how God literally says where two or more are gathered together, I am there in their Midst. So as a Christian, uh, and we can get into you know various different theologies around this idea, but the gathering of the believers is an essential command that God has given. And yet in the midst of a pandemic, we had leaders that said, no, not right now. And it's not, no, I don't know that you should go gather. It's like, no, you may not gather. We are decreeing it so. So the Texas Senate and the Texas House pushed a bill to say that Governor Abbott can never, ever, ever shut down churches ever again. And no other future governor can ever, ever shut down churches ever again. Incredible that it was necessary, but at least we have a chance to vote on it. And so I uh, will encourage all of you to get out during early voting. It goes through, I guess, next Tuesday. Get out, cast your ballot, and make sure that your voice is heard um, on all these different issues. Look, look at all the propositions going on. Consider them all. Read about them. Decide what you want. I like Proposition 3. Other people have different opinions on different propositions. That one's one, I mean, it passed with so many Democrats and so many Republicans and just is something that I want you to know is on the ballot at the end of the day. Because um, 
uh, a lot of people are not going to vote in this election because they don't even know there is an election going on. And a lot of people aren't even going to know what the issues are if they do end up voting in the election. So I want to make sure you at least have some information because that um, is one that, uh, that I think is notable and uh, notable that Texans should be at least aware of. Guys, there's a lot going on in our state. I hope that this has at least been some information that you find helpful um, to you. I'm grateful that Representative Toth came out recently and really helped shine more light on the fact that um, Governor Abbott's just not supporting uh, these issues. And I think that it's worth talking about. It's worth Texans being aware of. There's a lot going on, and I hope that we're at least able to keep you a little up to date as to the various different issues that are affecting our state. Um, Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless Texas. Thank you for listening to The Luke Messias Show. This program is brought to you by Scorecard Media. Check out texasscorecard.com to read up on all things Texas. Scorecard Media has other podcasts as well. Yeah, they're not as good as this one, but you should still check them out. Honestly, though, visit texasscorecard.com to see all the content they're producing on a daily basis. If you'd like our podcast to grow, please consider subscribing to the show on whatever platform you listen on and leave a review. That helps others find the content we're producing. Thank you. God bless you and God bless Texas. Texas.